0: going on, Duke fans? Adam Palmer here with another episode of the Duke Basketball Corner Podcast. And while this isn't an official kind of instant reaction pod, I did want to get something in, maybe even to kind of warm up a bit for when I do instant reaction pods during the NCAA tournament. But this is a quick morning after Duke has beaten North Carolina in the semifinals of the ACC tournament. Crazy game, as Coach K said, brought it back to kind of old ACC memories of uh, just classic games. Yes, and now in full games against North Carolina, uh, Zion is one and zero because I'm not sure I want to count was it 34 or 36 seconds he played in the first game, and obviously not the second he played. And he made a big impact. I'll mention Syracuse just for, uh, for occasionally, but mostly this is going to be North Carolina. Duke will face Florida State tonight. I believe that is 8.30 Eastern Standard on ESPN, so should be a good one. I don't think many were expecting Florida State to beat Virginia. Virginia, they've now lost two out of three on uh, whatever that uh, building uh, stadium is named uh, in Charlotte because uh, obviously they lost to UMBC, which I'm sure no one is uh, forgetting. So they went down to Florida State. Duke will face Florida State. Throughout the season, I've said Florida State, they are the team that I wouldn't be surprised if they win the national championship, or I would say it gives I would give an equal chance of them winning the national championship and getting blown out in the first round. Florida State is the most untrustworthy team imaginable, but they are also super talented, they have experience, they have what it takes, so I'm not sure if they have a definitive Go to player, they have certain guys, but uh, you know what? Uh, let's just concentrate on North Carolina right now. Amazing, amazing, because I mean, the thing I was saying about Zion coming back, what he'll give is energy. I mean, throughout the whole season, that's the thing I've said is by far the most important aspect of Duke energy, nonstop energy. So, without Zion, Duke would kind of fade in certain aspects of games, especially late. With Zion, no matter what, I mean, even early in the game, Duke was down 33 to 20. Guys on the court, they were sweating buckets. Uh, before Zion came back, I'd be like, man, I don't know. I mean, if they're already kind of clinging to uh, their legs right now, it, ain't, it's, it might not be pretty. But you know what? Now, I believe Duke, they are a team that they could keep pushing pace even against a team like North Carolina where you could argue that plays right into their hands. Duke's not going to wear down. That's the thing he brings. He, their Duke is not going to wear down more often than not they will be the team as more physical and more aggressive in the second half. And it all starts with Zion Williamson. And I mean he, he was against Syracuse first game back, nobody quite knew what to expect just getting his legs under him. He was saying he could have gone a couple days earlier, so for anyone who might have thought Duke rushed him back, that is definitely not the case. He, he wanted to get in earlier, but... And uh, also, Nike, there was a story where they had... Uh, the, when the shoes failed, where he got injured the first time, when his foot blasted through the shoe, they uh, they had like their top people, whatever that means, come to Duke. And then there was a specially designed new shoe... Uh, in China, came back a week, like a week later with a new shoe. So, yeah, the impact of Zion right there. Um, I think like Kyle Guy was like <laughs> wearing like old beaten up shoes. I shouldn't laugh at that. I mean, it's not f- funny, but it just shows the impact of Zion. How he can impact just the whole industry. All right, so uh, amazing. I mean, he was thirteen of thirteen against Syracuse. Immediately came out, monster dunks, crazy steals. It's just a, a highlight reel but at the same time Duke wasn't getting back in transition their, their half court offense looked atrocious i mean the zone i mean this is it's the same zone the RJ he was 30 points 14 of 20 against his last time with like he almost had a triple double he was just amazing and duke looked like they had nothing they had no idea what to do against the zone like they'd never seen a zone so it it wasn't the zone i think that was affecting it was just getting that chemistry back and if anyone remembers when Ky- Kyrie Irving came back uh, at the NCAA tournament, Nolan Smith, who'd been the guy, who'd been the alpha, he just didn't look the same in terms of his confidence. And or I'm not even sure, I wouldn't say it's confidence, it's just knowing your role and being comfortable in your role. He was the guy, everything ran through him. And then Kyrie. Even when Kyrie deferred to him. because I, I forget who they played the first game. The second was like Michigan. And Kyrie only went like. He went like one. Either he missed every shot. No, he made the game winner. The last shot he made was the game winner. He was like 0 oh, for like 8 or something. He made a bunch of free throws. But uh, even that, they were kind of figuring it out. But at the same time, it just didn't look right. Nolan Smith was never quite the same in the NCAA tournament. And yeah, they only had a couple games to get that rhythm back together. And yeah, you could nitpick how the RJ zion situation might be different in terms of their skill sets. It's still the same mental idea about really kind of uh, collaborating your skill sets and just knowing who's going to get the ball in what situation, just having a feel for each other, that chemistry. It's so vital. It's not just talent. It's chemistry. And uh, so it's really nice now to have three full ACC tournament games to regather that chemistry. So there's not going to be the questions between them, which may not even be conscious. But it did affect things a bit against Syracuse. So Zion, he started out of 13 of uh, 13 at Syracuse and everything looked great. But Duke was still, they weren't, they weren't getting back in transition and they were turning it over. A lot of unforced turnovers. And it was just ugly. It was sloppy. Jordan Goldwire provided a big spark that game. And he, he was huge in, just in terms of getting back in transition. Also, Duke settled down. They stopped turning it over as much. And then they hit uh, their free throws down the stretch, mostly, most of all, Trey. Trey did a great job. Zion, that was actually the one thing He didn't do well against Syracuse. I think he was two for nine. I was like, Jogan bench him. Start Buckmeyer. But uh, everything else, Zion was amazing. Tons of highlights. And Duke was able to kind of pull away at the end against North Carolina. North Carolina, it's the same. I mean, North Carolina has three things which you know they're going to bring. They're going to bring their talent or their talent ability and just effort level in transition offensive rebounding, and three-point shooting. I've said this is the best three-point shooting team for Carolina under Roy I've seen. The only argument could be 2005, but this team is lethal from three. Lethal. And I think the most underrated factor of Duke this season is their three-point defense. Duke's three-point defense, it's almost completely wiped out. (laughs) Their own horrific three-point offense. Duke's three-point defense, they, they are just amazing. Team, like I think Gonzaga is really the only team to shoot well against them, I and that was when Duke was still kind of figuring things out. And, I mean, since the ACC started, it's been just fantastic. I mean, you have Virginia Tech, Virginia, and North Carolina, three supreme three-point shooting teams. North Carolina, besides a five-for-six point for like six minutes, in the second half of the second matchup, Duke really shut them down. I mean, yesterday, they started out two for four, Cam Johnson mostly. I think they started at three for seven total. And you know what they finished? They finished, let's see here, they finished four for 27. You have North Carolina, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. And let's see, over, uh, they held North Carolina to their, two out of their three, Worst shooting three point performances of the season: February twentieth and uh, March fifteenth. They were ten fe- percent February tw- February twentieth and fourteen percent fourteen point eight percent yesterday. And the other one, I mean, besides that uh, five for six point, they were seven for twenty five. Even with the five for six, I mean, it was about thirty eight percent, which is good, but. Not what North Carolina. I mean, they're one of again. They're one of the best three point shooting teams the country. So I think Duke did a great job all three matchups and throughout the season with their three point defense. So when North, if you can take away one of the three aspects that North Carolina does so well, that's huge. So then it came down to transition defense, and Duke just simply wasn't getting back. I mean, North same thing with Syracuse until they kind of improved in the second half. and Again, a lot of that had to do with Jordan Goldwire. Same thing occurred versus North Carolina, where Goldwire made a huge difference. And I haven't actually rewatched the game. I'm not sure if you can just put it on Cam Reddish. But for some reason, Duke was better when Goldwire subbed in for and Duke was able to play two point guards up top, really, at least on defense, putting pressure on the ball and creating havoc. And yeah, Cam did come back, and uh, he played with Goldwire as well, so it's not like Goldwire just replaced him. But Goldwire, he, he also played great defense strictly on Cam Johnson. So you got North Carolina's two top—I mean, Cam Johnson came right away. He had 14 points. It was like five of his first six shooting a couple minutes in and his stat line really never changed from there on out credit to jordan goldwire this it like i know this game might be the one which gets which gets him that uh credit for at least nationally but it's been a long time coming i said i mean first of all he he went up against um what, what was his name uh, colin sexton in high school he's used to garden some top names so uh, and earlier this season, I said if if he can even just make defenses respect him a little bit, he's going to make an impact, a huge impact, and he will be a difference maker on at least one game. That's that's what I said. Probably more, and he's it's been more. It started. Most people don't remember Pitt. That was uh, I believe without Trey. It it was Duke was really lacking energy. I think that was right after. Uh, the Virginia win, and coming off the the three game, kind of just emotional swing of FSU, uh, Virginia, it was Virginia FSU and Syracuse. Syracuse was the low point of that, but either way, they just their energy was lacking, and Jordan Goldwire was huge spark. Then Louisville, that's when Duke used the zone press. He was a big part of that. I mean, him and Trey. Everyone knows Trey's defense at this point. Goldwire. I mean, he he's just creating havoc, and you know, even even though he hasn't been able to really showcase much offense this season, his defense is enough. I mean, he, it's like it, it's like a wojo type of impact. That's seriously. I, I, last year, I wrote it's going to be so much fun watching him develop over four years, just to see if he if he can get to that kind of annoyance level of Wojo, and I mean annoyance, in a very complimentary way. <laughs> nobody nobody wants to, wanted to go up against Wojo, and Wojo's offense was pretty much non-existent, besides he could make free throws and an occasional three-pointer, but that's how important he was. that he, he rarely came off the court at that time and was instrumental in Duke's turnaround. Because they were they were pretty low during uh, the start of his Duke career in the mid-90s. By the end of his career, they were right back on top. So, Goldwire against Louisville, he was so instrumental. Uh, he created the first two turnovers, and I think Louisville turned it over something like eight straight possessions. He had the first two of those. And then Syracuse yesterday, or I guess that would be the day before. Syracuse in the quarters. And then yesterday... It wasn't just creating havoc, it was locking down Cam Johnson and getting back in transition. That's something where it's funny. I was saying, like, the thing about role players is you know they're going to get back. Because K might be a little easier, not necessarily, but might be easier on his stars. But at least in terms of that aspect, transition, because... They, they're going to get playing time. You can't, like, bench them all, all the time if they don't get back. But these role players, if they don't get back in transition, the most basic effort-based thing in basketball, K might rip their heart out on national TV right out of their chest, and I don't think that would be a comfortable situation. So you know Goldwire is not going to be jogging back or hesitating. He is really just darting back there. And it's not just getting back, it's making sure... You you cover the lanes. You see what's going on. And you're in the right position. And North Carolina, they still got transition points just because they're so good. But, man, it was cut down. And you already got Trey on Kobe White, forcing Kobe White into all kinds of difficult shots. You have Zion, you Luke May, he, he saw Jack White the first two games. And Jack White, a total effort player, love everything he provides, but... This is a a different situation right there. When you're guarded by Zion instead of Jack White. And Kay, Jack White didn't get minutes. Kay said that it was just basically the height. He was too small to go against North Carolina. Although it does kind of make me wonder, like, how was Jack White big enough last time? And obviously Duke didn't have Zion, but Big Frank. Big Frank got minutes. And Big Frank, Antonio Vrankovic, the Vrankening. you very much. He was awesome. And Kay really showed. He he did a great thing by starting him in the second half because they earned it. They they earned it. It wasn't some sort of kind of do you a favor type of move. And Vrank didn't play much in the second half, but his minutes in the first half, vital, vital. And I think he said his favorite play was like blocking Luke May, which is funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. When he came in, you were just hoping. I mean, Duke doesn't have Bolden. Javin got in foul trouble. Javin's been fantastic, but his foul rate got a little on the uh, negative end again yesterday. So, I mean, when he stays on the court, he's been great, except for some inability to finish right at the rim at times. But uh, his defense has been fantastic. Uh, I mean, that's like that's like uh, blasting Goldwire. Goldwire's not hitting shots. I mean... They provide great defense and energy, leadership. That's what they're there for. You just have to accept they're not. They're not gonna be able to. When they can hit a bat, when they can score, it's a it's basically a bonus. So, uh, you have rank. The interesting thing about rank is how much pick and roll Duke ran with everyone, especially Trey. And I'm just like, where has this been every year? I mean, they 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 run pick and roll to get in the past to get their uh, wing shots, a lot of shots, but, like, with these point guards, they're not getting much, and, I mean, like, it's just wild to me. I, from Derek Thornton to Frank Jackson to Trevon DeVal to Trey Jones, I mean, that's the thing with Trey. I, I've been begging for pick and roll. It's not just pick and roll. It's just high screens, side, side screens to create action and to let the point guard showcase their skill set especially point guards that don't shoot well from outside and all those i mentioned besides Frank Jackson they don't shoot well from outside and if you're just expecting your point guard to be basically a catch and shoot spot up shooter and they can and they're not a good spot up shooter then what are they doing on offense like it's almost you kind of feel bad for them cuz like what are they supposed to do they have to have some sort of way to play to their skill set So it was nice seeing Frank and Trey work work some uh, pick-and-roll action there. And also, I mean, there was one play where Frank and Goldwire ran a give-and-go, and and it was just the most wonderful thing I've ever seen. I mean, mean, this is a game against North Carolina in the ACC Tournament Semifinal, second and, I think, late in the first half. And you're seeing a well-executed give-and-go Goldwire to rank back to Goldwire down the lane for the layup, and it's just like what is even going on. I mean, you have three freshmen who are going to be at the very worst top ten picks, and you you have Trey who's who's a likely first round pick, and you have Rank and Goldwire making plays. It's just it's it's I mean that's the beautiful thing about college basketball and i it's possible to appreciate both the one and dones and the role players the four years cuz i think too many are extreme either side and it's it's just it's awesome when those uh kind of role players get to be kind of alpha role players get to really be involved and goldwire he he made i think arjun got stripped late in the game and he made he made a bucket that was uh that was just huge I mean, Duke really needed points, then North Carolina was on the run. It was just huge. But uh, bottom line, Zion was the difference. Zion, he scored on a second chance. At the end, uh, if I didn't say, he had 31 points, 13 of 19 shooting, 3 of 3 from the line, so improved that free throw percentage. Although you would like to see him get to the line more. And it was just oh it, it was it was just a really great game Duke they started out sloppy with with turnovers again and cam's got a, he's got a, I, I said it's like a teenager that uh, kind of abuses their charge card privileges which is a horrible horrible joke sorry but cam he he's got he's got to find a way to adjust adapt to the way the refs are calling these charges cuz they're not calling them incorrectly he's just colliding right into defenders like there's no other way to see it you I know there's the whole flopping thing he's make he's just it's blatant like you can say flop if you want but it, by this time now he has a reputation so He's got, he's got to adjust. He's got to find a way to adjust. I mean, there's that's there's no other way around it, and uh, yeah, he struggled yesterday, and uh, yes, yeah, so hopefully he, he can end, uh, he can give Duke minutes. I've said if he's on during the tournament, Duke wins the national championship. He is the X factor. There's no doubt about that. Zero doubt. So Duke was uh, they're sloppy early on, just like Hughes. Then they, then they got together, I think, uh, starting with, like, I think Trey turned it over with 8.37 left in the first half. No turnovers the rest of that half, and uh, or maybe one, and then the first five minutes. So, like, one out of those, like, 14 minutes, and then they just kept turning it over again. Right when they had North Carolina, where they wanted Ray to kind of stomp on that throat, they, just start, they let him back in, and that's the thing with North Carolina. They're so damn talented that Duke... Gave, to give them more chances. They went on a run, and there's two uh, potential three-point players. Cam Johnson finished one, and then Luke May had an opportunity to uh, finish one, and he wasn't able to. And when he missed that, Zion came right back, scored and one fouled out Garrison Brooks. Garrison Brooks, were probably the most underrated player on North Carolina right now I think Kenny Williams is getting uh more and more at least known nationally for his defense Garrison Brooks is a hell of a player I mean what he does on the offensive rebounding his defense I don't think he gets nearly enough credit for Carolina and uh he with him gone it was just I mean you knew Zion just give the ball to Zion just give it to him so uh yeah, I mean, let, let's see here. Luke May, when he scored, it made it 71-67 with 248 left. Free throw opportunity to make it 72-67. When he wasn't able to convert, from that point on, it was 7 uh, 2 Duke. That was it. And the only North Carolina b- uh, scorer was when... Uh, let's see, uh, Kobe White beat Trey off the dribble, RJ came over to help, and uh, Kobe White actually lost the ball, kind of slipped out of his hands, somehow went right to Nazir Little, who dunked. I mean, it was just that's just blatant luck. And uh, I'm not saying UNC didn't have opportunities, I mean, Cam Johnson's three-pointer rimmed out, that would have uh, given them the lead, that was their second to last possession, then the last possession, Kobe White... Missed missed a close three. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't too. I mean, it missed. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. So uh, it went down to the wire. That's what you're looking for with uh, Duke UNC. And I mean, the the obviously the big negative is again close game, late game, free throw shooting. Ugh. RJ Barrett missed uh, two when they were up one right before that last Kobe White free throw. First uh, one was, was short, second one was long. And I've gone over it. I mean, the way Duke, when they have Zion, has been a great second-half team, it's not the legs. It's not that they're wearing down. I saw nothing yesterday They made it look like they're wearing down. Same deal with Florida State with the late missed free throw. Uh, same thing with uh, UVA, the first one the second-half free throws. With the Q's the first matchup when Zion missed a potential game winner with, like, 15 seconds left. Wake Forest, maybe that's a possibility with RJ's. He missed his last five, but I still don't think so. It's just, this is a team where they're going to shoot more free throws in the second half because they are a more aggressive team. And when you shoot more free throws, you're going to miss more. So, while it was great that Trey made uh, his last eight against Syracuse, you also have to just look at who's shooting them. So, RJ and Zion are generally going to miss more. And... Uh, yeah, so if they're shooting at the end, you just have to kind of cross your fingers and hope. I mean, that's pretty much all you can say about that. So I mean, Zion, you can see the effect he's having on defense with the steals. I mean, it was just ridiculous. The steal percentage for Duke is just flying back up, and he 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 creates havoc everywhere. The points in the paint, you could argue that was a difference yesterday. Or something like. Fifty thirty eight. I mean, I, I mean, this is a team, North Carolina. They they excel points in the paint, and I mean, it's, it's Zion's a difference maker. Their Zion is an absolute difference maker. So I don't I don't want to go too far into this because you know what? It's just that what's what happened last game. It is game by game now. So there's no point in just going too far in depth. I will say that. There have been whispers about Marquis Bolden, he could be back for the NCAA tournament. I think, I mean, there's nothing clear about that. There's nothing clear. There's nothing official. And I did see Ben Swain. He was, like, tweeting. He was talking to Buckmeyer. Man, I, I love how, like, it's so random because I did the same thing on Twitter with, uh, with um, Nick Palayuka. Where I just I would just like tweet about him all the time. I adopted him as my uh, official walk on. I would just be like like hashtag it Pags for player of the year. Um, even though the G is silent when you say his last name, and it was and it was just kind of a joke because I do serious analysis. And it's nice to just kind of joke around with that other stuff. And I did the same thing with Buckmeyer. Buckmeyer's taken on a life of its own. And it's it's crazy because I mean Zion. He wouldn't he wouldn't even do the locker room interview yesterday until he. He kind of, like, dragged Buckmeyer in there with him, and everyone's, like, looking around. It's like, Buckmeyer's just sitting there with, with Zion. Nobody knows what's going on. And uh, if, if you've been following closely, I mean, this is what they do. This is kind of their partnership. And uh, Buckmeyer said he wants to go to the podium after games. He's, well, he hasn't, been, he hasn't requested it, and he hasn't been asked to come, but he's like, I'd like to. And, man, get that man to the podium. That's what I'm saying. Get Buck in here, so uh, ho- hopefully he he gets his one shining moment, or you know what, his uh, six shining moments in the NCAA tournament at the podium, where everyone's just looking at him wondering like what in the world he's doing there, and uh, I will know. He is there, deserving, because Mike Buckmeyer is the GOAT. All right, so is there anything, oh, I, yeah, okay, he <laughs> didn't even finish what I was at. well, Ben Swain, he was talking to Buckmeyer, and I think Buckmeyer said that uh, he used the word when Bolden comes back instead of instead of if. So, I mean, that's, uh, and I've heard kind of whispers other than that, but that's the only thing that's been made public, I, I believe, unless I miss something else. So, I don't like to get too into a hey, what if, blah, 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 that kind of stuff, but it would be nice to have Bolden back. I mean, Rank was tremendous yesterday. Absolutely fantastic. But Duke, they 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 miss Bolden. That's why sometimes just going by the stats, you got to really watch, you got to I mean, you got to see what's going on around and how much Bolden can impact a game. So, hopefully he can be back. And hopefully he's back. If he's back, he can come back the first weekend so he can kinda of get his legs under him. Because while Zion's a machine, he's an alien. I think most people are going to need a few games to get their legs under him. Um, let's see here. I think that's about it. That is about it. I mentioned Jack White, he was just case said he was too small. You um, against Carolina, so he's not in K's doghouse or anything. I this is a team where there's more players who K can use in different types of situations than we've seen in a while. It's always around this point. We're wondering, like, that rotation. Why is it so small? They need a big, they need a, a deeper bench. And now there's a lot of guys he can go to. I mean, when you have someone like Vrankovic who was asked after the game if he thought he would play after his senior night, he, uh, he answered honestly no. And then he played a vital role yesterday. That's just a really cool... Kind of thing to watch So and I didn't mention Trey a lot Trey played amazing defense on Kobe way White. Kobe waits a stud There were two play, plays he made yesterday, where it's just like jaw-dropping. So uh, Great win by Duke Great way to finish it out Zion difference maker at the end difference maker at the beginning. He's a difference maker He is a freak of nature, but do not just talk about his athletic ability when you're talking with him He is a smart player great player, smart smart kid. And the last thing I'll say is it was interesting. To kind of hear him after the game when he was asked about kind of how he's adjusted to being quote unquote the man. He was talking about how it, he didn't really experience that until he came to Duke and he just can't go anywhere without being mobbed, without people wanting his time to talk to him anywhere he goes. He, he can't, he, he's never going to be able to simply just walk down the street again. And he said his parents prepared him for this. He knew what was coming. I don't know, call me sensitive. I, in a way, I feel bad for him, but in a way, I mean, that's, it's great. But it's still, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment, and he's a star. And this is what comes with being a star. So, yeah. I mean, it's good that he at least gets used to it a bit now. Because it's going to blow up even more once he gets to the NBA. So it's great to see him back. Fantastic, epic Duke, North Carolina. Came down to the wire. Came down to Zion. Uh, made a game winner. He actually said it was, the play was designed for RJ. RJ actually... Um, he uh he broke it off. he saw Zion had position on the block gave it to him gave it to the big guy, let the big dog eat and yeah that 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 was it so RJ downstretch making smart plays and improved so much as a decision maker this season doesn't always have to just score to impact the game. I mean it's great to see the big dogs the big alphas back together again. Duke FSU tonight at 8:30 ACC championship duke uh, they i mean i think mo- many are talking about the seeds with virginia losing i mean and gonzaga lost in their conference tournament i, mean, if, I don't i don't really follow all the black, bracketology stuff if duke wins i assume they get a one seed even if they don't i mean i don't know how much they take it in cons- into consideration about Zion being out for uh, pretty much three of Duke's losses, if you count the the UNC one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Duke's definitely one seed worthy with him. So however that goes, it goes. But uh, it's good to see the gang back together again, even if it's Minus Bolden, who's hopefully back later. But enjoy the win. Epic Duke UNC, Florida State tonight. Subscribe, rate, review, do what you do with all that stuff. Again, I will say real quick, if you'd like to kind of come on, co-host in a fun way during the postseason, the offers out there, get in touch. But uh, I'm not going to harp on that because, I mean, I've tried this before. Nobody really <laughs> responds, so I'm not going to waste time saying that. It, it's just once in a while I like to put it out there because that will uh, kind of create a good back and forth. But I will be back after Florida State, whatever happens. Then I will be back again with uh, the NCA tournament preview, maybe some interviews, and uh, it's on from there. So appreciate you listening to the Duke Basketball Corner podcast. I am Adam Comerow, and I will be talking to you guys soon.